this is DJ Real coming at you on another episode of Real Understanding, where I attempt to cover maybe a topic that's taboo or maybe not. Uh, Tonight or today or whenever you find yourself listening to this, I am covering a taboo subject, somewhat. It's controversial, you know, it's very strong opinions about this topic but either way um, this is something that I think is important to talk about Um, the subject is fatherhood and more uh, to the point is becoming a new father a new father for the first time your father for the first time you you know get that call you know your girl or fling or whoever it is you're dealing with tell you they missed that period uh, let, let me back up let me back up <laughs> Preface is everything for a minute uh, for years, you know, I, I've been wanting to talk about this. Um, it's been a very heavy thing in my life. Becoming a parent is very heavy. It's not a trivial matter. I mean, it can happen. Um, me watching the birth of my children, you know, I see what women go through. is like, wow, you know, it's not for the faint of heart. You know, and nobody should do it alone. You know, I, I, I just, that was in my spirit when I saw that. I'm like, I'm going to get in the trenches. I don't know what to do as a parent. Um, I'm not ready to be a parent. All those things popped up. But I'm like, you know, that, you know, the mother of the child, of my children, it, she wasn't ready either. It just happened. But she had to deal with that baby growing inside of her and deal with all the changes that was going to come, the changes that was happening to our body. And I just felt like, hey, look, we made our beds. Now we're laying in it, you know, just getting the trenches together. So it's scary. So I know for a lot of young fathers out there, I was in my 20s. Actually, I was in my late 20s, my mid to late 20s when I um, had my first um, child. But I don't think it really changes. It's, it's, it's scary if your first time. And I didn't know how to be a father. I mean, I had my, my father as an example, but it's like my plans were in music. I had all these plans. And this happened, like, out of left field. And it's like, well, I had to rearrange everything. Now, I've been a parent for about, you know, 23 years now. So... You never stop being a parent, but you know, some of my kids, most of them are grown at this point. But I just want to share some information for like if a young father or person who may be thinking about having children, or it could be a, a older guy who never had kids and they always wanted them. Uh, hopefully, you guys get some uh, good information out of this, or you know. 
I don't know how to. It's nothing I can say to really prepare you other than uh, give you just some ideas of how to deal with it and manage becoming a father. So I'm going to go back to the first time I heard those words. You know, I didn't get my period. So it was like, it was a pause. It's like, okay, what what are you telling me? What are you saying? You didn't get your period. Oh, you're pregnant? Oh, man. Fear. I can remember fear jumping out like, oh, pregnant. I I didn't expect this. That's different from if you're planning a, a child. Totally different. I've done that as well. You know, one of my daughters is very much planned. Uh, I would say two of two of my daughters were planned, pretty much. Um, but just that initial like shock. At the time, I wasn't too stable. I was just a young, um, you know, artistic, creative person. Um, I had my set my sights on going over to the UK to start, you know, a music business. I felt like at the time. In the 90s, that was a real good place to go um, for music. You know, it was very business and professional-like over there versus over here in the States. So the plan was to go over, get started, you know, blow up over there, and then that'll give some traction on this side. But I got that call that derailed all of that. Now, I know a few people that went on over to the UK, and they stayed over there and did their thing, but... For me, it it took me into another direction of fatherhood. So at the time, everybody around me, my male friends, they were pretty much, you know, childless. Um, I had one friend of mine, his girlfriend was pregnant at the same time as mine were. And mind you, I had broke up with um, my girl at the time. And we had been broken up for maybe two months. Um... It was an amicable thing, amicable, you know, it was no drama. Uh, we just kind of like drifted off. We both kind of wild people. We just kind of drifted off and just dating or whatever. And um, it, I was focused on music so much. It, it consumed a lot. But she gave me that call and I'm like, okay, I haven't been with you in a while. Could it be somebody else? She's like, no, you're the only person that I was with. The last person I had sex with, I was like, oh, okay. My friends, he convinced his girl to get an abortion, which hurt. I mean, it devastated the girl. But um, I decided to let it be up to, you know, my girl or my ex uh, at the time. Just, hey, it's up to you what you want to do. She decided to keep it, keep the child. So I had to endure that. So it's funny how our lives just split, me and my friend. We had two different lifestyles. He was able to continue the bachelor's life, and then I had to go into this unknown world of what to do next with fatherhood. Now, mind you, I dealt with all the drama. It's a lot of drama come with it, especially you're not married, you're not, uh, you know, you're just young, you're out here, a lot of... It's a lot of chaos. I endured that. But 
I want to give some tips on and I, and I just tips the things that I've done that I see that worked and things that uh, may be able to other people can use other guys can use this in that same predicament if if you embrace that uh, one thing I did I embraced the idea of the chaos like I don't know what's going to happen but the only thing I did know is what I could do for myself like I wasn't 100% stable on the income because it's like I was pretty much planning on leaving going to the UK so I wasn't focusing on steady income or anything like that. But I, I was around other creators who had children and they were struggling. I mean, uh, one of this one talented, uh, he was a hip hop artist, a very talented MC, lyric. I mean, he had gifts of lyricism, uh, creative writing, and he had two kids and a, and a wife. And they were struggling. I mean, he, I think he had signed this record label and they gave him a car. It's an old Jaguar. I guess it looked nice when it, I mean, it looked okay looking at it, but the car would break down. It was just a mess. So he didn't have money for pampers. He didn't have money for milk or I don't think she was breastfeeding. He didn't have a lot of stable income. We, we actually met on a job. Our job didn't pay much. I think back then that job might have been $8 an hour. It's it in the 90s. Um, working at like a call center or something like that for a cable company. And um, I what I did at that point when I found out about the pregnancy, I'm watching how they were struggling. I mean, he was about to get evicted and all this other stuff. A lot of stress on his head. He used that stress for writing purposes but I mean it it it, it made it I think it broke him I don't think he was able to he had to choose um, to do art or get a job get a real job take care of the family because that job really wasn't going to hold down a family of kids or everything even though the cost of living was much cheaper back then but I decided at that time I'm like okay I'm going to have to refocus my efforts and build up some kind of stable income. So I would say try to find stability in your life. If your life is unstable, you would have to make it stable. It got to be, especially when it comes to income, that is the bedrock of taking care of any type of family situation. You have to have stable, reliable income and if you're at the point where you didn't let's say have the skill set I mean at that time I had college I mean I was I had college I was able to get into some decent jobs I start focusing more on the nine to five you know um, I'm a, a entrepreneur at heart but I knew it takes um, it takes some kind of stability to even launch with your entrepreneurial endeavor. It gotta, you got to have some kind of stable system to launch from. And, you know, if your basics are not taken care of, you know, it's going to be hard to just 
deny getting a job, the nine to five. So the most important thing I would say again, become stable, have some stable income. You know, once you accept that chaos, that that's the mindset. You got to have that right first. Then you, you get you a, a stable income and then always look to increase that income by upgrading your skills, by networking. By, this is what, exactly what I did. From that point, I start networking on the phone. I'm dealing with, you know, customers and different things, um, finding out about who's hiring um, positions in other companies. And I segue from that uh, that job into telecommunications. And at the time in the 90s, especially the late 90s, telecommunications were, uh, I mean, that was a, a very high, fast growth uh, industry. And I lucked out at, the, at that time. So I went on into that and I was able to over time, just build my income up, moving from position to position. I was just, you know, I found a company that's paying more, and which you got to have a certain skill set. I would dive in, get that skill set, then move up and apply for it and go for it. And so over time, I was just building uh, up my skill sets and increasing my my income. So. And that that is a very important thing. I, I can't stress that enough. Stable income. So uh, then I did go through a period um, after some years. I ended up getting in it, uh, laid off from a job. That that's that dot com burst that happened in the two thousand uh, ninety nine two thousand, and I found myself unemployed. But I stacked as much money as I could to try to float me through it. Uh, at that point, I was using my entrepreneurial skills. I mean, I was doing network marketing. I was doing all sorts of things to bring in that income. And I still had built a social network up of people that's working different places. Hey, are they hiring there? That's how I end up at the company that, matter of fact, that I'm still at presently. Um, it was a very stable company. It wasn't something that I planned on doing, but I came in with the idea of, hey, this is stable. It pays good. It can take care of bills and, and have a good bedrock for the family to have a stable environment to grow in. And I can have them live in an area that's safe. So that was, I would say, focus on that as the father uh, stability and you got you got to have that right mindset of embracing the chaos because it's going to be chaotic and in a way you're putting some of your I guess um, goals you may be you, it may cause you to put some of your goals on hold for a minute but one thing that uh, came to me it was like a voice in my head one day, um, I was just stressed about, you know, just being at a job that I really didn't like. Um, I was finding, trying to get be in positions that it'd be stuff that I can tolerate. Like, okay, I do have an interest in this area. 
let me work in it, even though it ain't music or it ain't my passion. It's just something I can do this. So I, I gravitated to things that allowed me to use my problem problem solving skills. That helped a whole lot. That helped me be able to just stay on these little jobs. And, and, and like the one I'm on now, it turns into a career of, of maintenance. But it's, it's a problem solving I use my problem-solving skills uh, and, on, and my creative side uh, as well in doing that. And I think that is important. But it was a voice came to my head almost like saying that you're not going to be, uh, they're not going to be kids forever. You know, so when you have children, maybe babies there, you know, they're so vulnerable. You got to do so much for them. You have to protect them. You put yourself in a position where you you will go to jail or die for another being if you never uh, had that experience before. Um, you, I mean, you might feel like that about your parents, but it's having a child puts you in another category. I mean, it's I think all animals have a fierce protection of their young, but just in general, you know, from look you know raising a child up through the stages of growth just know they don't stay babies forever but you will always see them as your child i mean you always worry about them even though they get grown and going off on their own you hope your seeds that you planted you know took root but i mean i this is a long <laughs> podcast this time I might end up breaking it up into two parts but um, it's a lot to say about this subject but the take home message I want on this first one is become stable develop yourself to where you're stable do something that pulls from your passion or your interests it don't have to be something you just love I mean at that point when the babies start coming you just have to, you know, get get yourself together. If you haven't already gotten it together, it might be a little different if you got everything together. Now you just want the baby to come in. But then on that level, it's an energy thing. You got to be able to, you know, a mindset and energy thing. If you, you're older and want a child, I mean, you have to basically, because it takes energy. But you, you have a, a way that you've set in your ways after so many decades of living and you know having a child just uproots that it's just you have to reprogram yourself you have to be reprogrammable you got to be able to have an open mind but i'm i'm probably going to visit this again this is a subject that has affected my life so i made so many decisions in my life around this topic and uh, because of having children I would have been a totally different place who knows what where I would, I would have been if I didn't have kids but one thing about it though kids are a blessing when they grow up they, they're like little people that you are responsible for help bringing forth on this planet and if you treat them well man they're gonna you're gonna give residual dividends from having uh, good kids and how they see you and you know when you get older they'll be able to take care of you but I'm, I'm gonna wrap this up 
probably going to do this again, do another take on it. It's a lot to say about first-time fatherhood. Uh, it's scary, but it is a beautiful ride, though, when you start seeing them grow up and going to those graduations. You're looking back at pictures, and, and it's, it's something that you can't, um, you can't buy. You can't uh, fake it. And, you know, it's part of the excitement. You only get that one shot to get it right, you know. But kids are very resilient. All the mistakes you might make, they're able to compensate. And, and you know, you'll find yourself, they're not, they're not fragile like that. They're very adaptable. Again, I thank you guys for tuning in. Whoever found this podcast, um, I hope you, you know, subscribe to it and spread it. And, you know, gleam a little insight from it. That's all I'm trying to do. And these are honest stories. Um, And I thank you for joining me. Uh, We'll see you next time. Peace.